Welcome to the Faith and Investing Podcast, brought to you by the Eventide Center for Faith and Investing. We are an educational initiative of Eventide Asset Management, where our aim is to inspire an authentically Christian practice of modern investing. This podcast features conversations with thought leaders in the space of faith and investing, and also functions as an audio digest of the articles we feature in our online journal at faithandinvesting.com. Welcome back to the Faith and Investing Podcast. I'm Matt Gallion with the Eventide Center for Faith and Investing. The Book of Romans has been praised by theologians as a masterful explanation of the doctrine of salvation. Martin Luther, in fact, called the book, quote, the clearest gospel of all, close quote. The bulk of Romans, chapters 1 through 11, consists of Paul explaining how God has acted in Christ to reconcile sinners to himself and grant them eternal life through his Spirit. But in chapter 12, Paul gets practical for the believers in Rome. Commentator Douglas Moo says that in chapters 12 through 15, Paul, quote, urges Christians to manifest the power of the gospel in specific areas of day-to-day life, close quote. It is within this context that we find, in Romans 12.9, a key admonition toward gospel living. Quote, Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Close quote. In today's article, Matt Rustin explores how this admonition towards gospel living applies to our immediate day-to-day lives in the world of investing. What does this admonition have to say about the way we allow the gospel to transform our lives as investors? Matt Rustin serves as the president of Made to Flourish. Rustin received his Master's of Divinity degree from Trinity Evangelical Divinity School and is pursuing his Doctor of Ministry in Faith, Work, Economics, and Vocation from Fuller Seminary. He has served in churches in North Dakota, the Chicago area, Kansas City, and Madison, Wisconsin. He and his wife, Margie, and their daughters, Olivia and son, Owen, live in Kansas City. And now, here is Matt Rustin reading his article, Hate What is Evil, Cling to What is Good. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Although it might not be intuitive, Romans 12.9 provides a compelling framework for investing. Quote, Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil cling to what is good, close quote. Our investment decisions are one of the most powerful ways we can apply the idea of hating what is evil and clinging to and thereby loving what is good. Faithful investors are characterized by a desire to see all that is good in God's world grow and flourish. At the same time, they oppose all that is evil and contrary to God's purpose for his creation by refusing to profit from or aid in helping evil multiply. This dialectic frame for investing is simple, but not at all simplistic. Though easily grasped, in practice it requires reflection and investigation into what God has defined as good and evil. In addition, this dialectic frame for investing is moral, but not moralistic. That is, it doesn't follow that all or even most companies can be easily assigned a label of good or evil. But Paul's specific usage of general good and evil language does imply that we can recognize God's moral order in the universe, identify it within our real world, and act in accordance with his design. 
In light of this frame, four brief reflections deserve mention. First, investors can look for financial advisors or asset managers that are avoiding what is evil. Avoiding investing in evil will require discernment. Identifying industries or businesses that contradict God's purposes for his creation, especially those things that harm people, all of whom bear God's image, those that fail to guard his good world, or those that create products that consistently require restoration from the bad outcomes they produce. What is encouraging in this area is that there has been growing consensus from the Christian faith community on what are noble evils we should seek to avoid. Second, investors can look for financial advisors or asset managers who can assist them in aligning their investments with what is good. Investing in the good is a category as wide and long and high as anything that God has called good including his material creation, and all that reflects God's nature and contributes to human flourishing. It is not for nothing that we call the products of businesses goods and services. This is because the products of businesses are intended to be genuinely good. The products of business are intended to be genuinely a service to humankind. When trying to discern if a product is a good or service, ask yourself, 1. Is this product meeting an important human need? This would be things of clear and basic social value, such as food, clothing, shelter, energy, and health care, among other social goods. Two, is this product a development that enhances the world? We recall here that God placed humanity in a very good creation, Genesis 1.31, and commanded them to effectively make it even better, Genesis 2.15. This would be all of the ways that businesses creates things that we don't strictly need, but that nevertheless enhance the quality of life together. We don't need, for example, electricity, lights, microphones, video cameras, computers, internet, and video conferencing software, but connecting more personally over great distances can enhance the quality of life and foster community. Third, God's design is never arbitrary. Rather, what he has called good and evil is in line with the grain of the universe. That is, it will necessarily lead to human flourishing and therefore carries an inherent long-term competitive advantage. In short, there is a compelling case to be made that this paradigm leads, over a long time horizon, to better performance. Fourth, In a fallen world, the products businesses create are rarely ever 100% good or evil, but rather mixed, like dross amidst the silver. In spite of this, wise, discerning asset managers will employ disciplined methods to clarify metrics of how companies align with these categories, not simply to signal virtue, but to follow the purposes of investing in God's good, fallen, and being redeemed world. Hebrews tells us this kind of moral discernment is the mark of spiritual progress and maturity. Quote, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food, for everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, 
since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. Close quote. I believe that this is the role and responsibility of those called to serve Christ in the area of capital stewardship. Above all, we must remember that the motivation Paul gives in Romans 12.9 is love. Genuine love, that is love without hypocrisy, expresses itself in these two directions, abhorring what is evil, clinging to what is good. May our love and investing be genuine. Thank you for listening to the Faith and Investing Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe, share with a friend, or rate and review us on your podcast app of choice. Your rating and review allows more people to discover helpful resources on faithful investing. To find out more about the Eventide Center for Faith and Investing, visit us at faithandinvesting.com. The communication herein is provided for informational purposes only and was made possible with the financial support of Eventide Asset Management, LLC, known as Eventide, an investment advisor. Eventide Center for Faith and Investing is an educational initiative of Eventide. In some cases, information in this communication may include statements by individuals that are current clients or investors in Eventide and or individuals compensated for providing their statements. In such cases, Eventide identifies all relevant details of the relationship, the compensation, and any conflicts of interest within the communication which can be found at faithandinvesting.com. Information contained herein has been obtained from third-party sources believed to be reliable. Statements made by ECFI should not be interpreted as a recommendation or advice pertaining to any security. Investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal.